0: Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to our podcast. Um, we're excited to be able to share with you another one of our great conversations that we had during our time in Chicago, and this time we got a chance to sit with Samantha Salerno, aka Mita as we call her, and her husband, John uh, Marco, who we had, had the chance to meet during this trip, and um, we got to hear their story, and Samantha is a Children's Ministry Director in chicago um and she also has a blog and her website is samanthav.com she is an encourager Um, she has a a lot of love to give she loves the lord and we're so excited for them because during this time of pandemic the last year and and when a lot of people were going through very difficult times they they their life really showed a time of blessing and abundance as god uh, allowed them to meet and get married and now they're expecting a little one So we had a chance to sit with them and just hear their story and see how God really proved faithful um, in their lives in the midst of all of the things that were going on. So we hope you enjoy. We hope that it is a blessing and that you can receive from it.
1: All right. We have a awesome episode for you today. We are all the way in Chi-Town, Chicago.
0: Woo! We traveled for this
1: one. <laughs> yes, we made it back to where I was born and raised. And um, so while we're here, we're taking advantage and we want to talk to a couple of people. And so today we're going to be speaking with Mita and her husband, John Mark, Marco and um you know we know Mitha I know Mitha because I grew up uh, a really good friend of mine Will um grew up with him and um Mitha a part of his family and we would go to these camps every single year and that's kind of how we met and just kind of you know we just stay connected through the years as we moved to Florida and um you know God's doing amazing things in her life and also now in, in this marriage that she has and so we just wanted to kind of get uh, caught up, but they have an awesome story, so we're, we, we want to get into that. So, uh, let me go ahead and introduce, uh, so Mita, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> how how's, how's everything? I know you have some interesting things going on right now in, in your life as far as like...
0: A lot of exciting things. A, a lot things. of
1: exciting things, and then, uh, well, I guess we can just leave it at high, and then we have done.
2: <laughs> we'll leave That's it there. <laughs>
1: And then John Markle, say hi to everyone.
2: Hey, everybody. All
1: right. And so as you guys know, we always have um, um, AKA Babe over here with us. Um, and so um, I just want to, we're just going to dive right in. I was just going to ask you guys, you know, um, I think that for 2020 being the year of COVID, you know, the year that really shaped a lot of, um, a lot of our lives and the world kind of changed A lot of people look at that year and still looking at this time of year as a bad thing, right? It's Mm -hmm. something that we're living through, and you know, there is a lot of bad things that happen, right? We're not, we're not going to be, we're not going to be just like not, not. We're not going to lose sight of the fact that a lot of bad things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of deaths that happen in families and things like that. I experienced some death in my family and things like that. But I think that for us to also look over the fact that. God did a lot of good things in 2020, and, yes. and, and we saw the hand mm-hmm. of God move mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And so those are kind of some of the things we want to talk about, because I think that the the fear and the uh, this is horrible and what else is going to happen, that, that has been covered more than anything else in the media and social media and all that stuff like that. So it's good for us to highlight some of the good things. And so as we're thinking about that, we come across, mita and john marco here and they have a lot of awesome things they that happen in 2020 good so
0: things <laughs> so
1: i guess we'll just start off and we'll just ask like how did you guys meet how how, how did this story come to be
3: mm-hmm. um so we met in um
2: in church right uh we were we were setting the stage before church started so i was helping set up the equipment for the band
3: and it was my first day at it the church. It was your first. I remember. Yeah. Um, 180 <laughs> Chicago. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but, and this was February, February 2020, right before COVID. So we yeah. met um, again in February on my first day um, as a staff member at the church, and. Well and behold, we ran into each other as we mm-hmm. were
1: preparing for service. Mm-hmm. Were well, you guys you guys setting up because it was like a portable church, so you guys had to set yeah, everything up? Yeah,
2: it's it's a church that they rented a space in a high school, so we would set up every uh, Sunday, and we had to get there at eight. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's always fun. Seven a.m. Wow. Seven. It's oh. been a while, but it was.
2: I for, 7 oh my gosh, it's been over a year since we've done it. I guess I forget. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. It was
3: seven a.m. that we had
0: to. Remember.
2: Wow. Wow, and what, Actually, and
1: what time was service?
3: I was just gonna say service was at 10, but let me correct myself. Um, staff had a, arrived at 7 a.m. for setup. Um, so when it was my first day and I saw him there before me, I was like, Oh, wow, praise the Lord, you know. <laughs> but even then, I promise I didn't think anything of it, but um, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there.
1: <laughs> so, your initial reaction when you saw him was not like, Wow, that guy's kind of cute. It's, it was more like, wow, we got volunteers that actually get here before the staff. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> actually, I, I was, I was going to say for me, I kind of thought, oh, not bad. <laughs> Pretty good looking. <laughs> Pretty, good. Pretty
3: good looking. No, just um, actually, it was both of those because, um, well, in my, um, a lot of people don't know this, but, uh, there was a time in my life where the Lord just asked me to like commit um, five years, to be specific, of singleness. Uh, so within that or those five years, I just like wrote some specific things that I wanted in a husband. And one was a servant oh, wow. uh, that would just, you know, love to serve the Lord. So exactly what the two items you mentioned, Pastor Mm -hmm. Danny, is exactly kind of what did come to my mind, like, oh, wow, you know, he's serving, um, but also I was like, oh, he's handsome, Mm -hmm. but like, no joke, I left it at that because in my mind, I'm like, I didn't come here, you know, to meet someone I came here to do the Lord's work so that's how it all started
1: well that's but that's interesting you said this whole you dedicated committed five years of just staying single right Mm -hmm. just you know for you and the lord so when you met him at what point in those five years were you at cause were you like wow this guy is like everything I've been looking for in a husband but I'm like two years into this commitment thing
3: no I was
1: done
3: (laughs) Uh I was done done. no I was done I was done in that um this is like a side note, but I was done. I finished it in 2007, so it just oh, so happened. Wow, okay. I'm sorry, 2017, I finished it. Um, but then in 2018, I was in Elmhurst um, working at another church and building their children's ministry. Um, but long story short, the Lord moved me back to Chicago that year, and I'm like, why, Lord? Like the end of. 2018, the Lord moved me back. So um, fast forward 2019, the Lord had to do just one more work. And actually we were talking about this a few more, I'm sorry, a few days ago. Um, It was a year of surrender for me in 2019 where I had to like surrender, you know, what kind of home I wanted to purchase. At that time I was shopping for a townhome. So it was like Surrender what you want to buy. Surrender who you want to date. Um, because let me tell you, I was single, but a lot of people were interested in me. Um, and I say that humbly. Home, <laughs> but, um, but no, and if you follow me on any social media, I have like this hashtag that says, Beloved, do not settle. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, um, well, that's just something I feel like the Lord spoke to me in one season. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to settle just for, you know, anyone who shows me the time of day, so um, again, fast forward, that was 2019, and 2020 is when we met, so it was like, oh snap, Lord, and this is what John Mark and I were talking about a few days ago, um, it was like, oh snap, had um, the events not happen prior to 2020 we wouldn't have met like had i not moved from you know my church Mm -hmm. to chicago or leave even the job that i so dearly love because even in 2019 the lord asked me to give that up wow there was so many things the lord asked me to give up in 2019 like a job um a possible relationship that was interested in me a home that i was looking to purchase but there was so many things the lord asked me to surrender so i was like okay lord i'm gonna surrender it to you but had those things not been surrendered i don't think i would have been you wow. know, available mm-hmm. to meet him in 2020 where i did because again i was an elm wow
0: that's that. so deep within just that we could spend time talking about that because i don't think that not anybody would have been willing to surrender those those things those are things that most people desire and once they see it they go for it full force. so to say i'm willing to let go of all of these things i mean that just shows you that god takes you seriously and he sees your heart when you really truly surrender then you can trust that he's got something really good coming for you and that's wow that i know that's mm-hmm. going to speak to some people oh, but, oh. but like
1: on the flip side too like is that you know when that in 2019 how old were you when you were going through all this 29 so you're at that point point when and, and let's just be real like a lot of people like young adults at that age at 29 they start feeling like all right, life is kind of passing me by you know you're seeing your friends are married or your family your siblings are married or they got kids or they're and you start thinking like all right god well where's my person and when am i going to start to establish my family and when are things going to start happening for me and the fact that you can say all right although there's someone interested in me no, because God said to surrender that although I have a really feel like I have a really good job, a dream job, no, God wants me to surrender to that. Mm-hmm. So like that takes an incredible amount of discipline but also faith right. to say, all right, God, I'm gonna trust in you through this through this situation because I know that you have something better for me. So that's 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 awesome. I commend mm-hmm. you for that. Um so it's February twenty twenty, you guys meet, right? So mm-hmm. how soon before you guys actually start, you know, building up a relationship or Or was it just like love at first sight and you guys went away to Vegas and got married?
2: Can I tell the story with Pastor Carl? Uh, Remember with the water park? Probably should just mention that. Uh, I don't know if I... You're going to (laughs) have to. So a year, about a year before Sam came to that church, I was in that church. And um, the the head pastor there, Pastor Carl, love him, great guy. Love you, Pastor Carl. He was always trying to like, uh, play Match. matchmaker. Thank you, babe. Cupid. <laughs> and Cupid, matchmaker. This was in 2018, I think. So
1: Pastor Carl, aka Cupid. aka Cupid,
2: <laughs> and he'd always uh talk about my muscles every time I saw him, and how tall I was, and good looking I was, and he'd always say it in front of like girls in the church, and um you know I'd kind of explain to him, Pastor Carl, I'm not really like. I'm just looking for companionship with men. He's like, you know what? I got a great thing, a great event for you. I'm gonna bring you to this uh, water park event where it's gonna be like single girls, single guys, you guys will all get together and maybe you'll find someone there. And I was like, I'm okay. And he's like, no, really, you should come. And he insisted quite a bit. So you know what? I gave in, I was like, all right, I'll go. So I go and no one shows up except for me like one other person who was married in like 50 and <laughs> Pastor Carl and his wife. <laughs> so I spent the whole day talking to Pastor Carl. And, uh, you know, that was when I really got to know him and explained to him like, hey, um, you know, I've come here for the companionship with the guys because the last church I was at, like I just couldn't find that. I, I had no good Christian friends and I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm great at being, like, a Peter. I'm, I have a hard time with being, a like, a Paul. Mm-hmm. So I'm great at reaching, like, um, maybe I have that backwards, but mm-hmm. is it backwards? I'm mm-hmm. really good at reaching people who are atheists okay. or, like, uh, you know, very against Christian views or something. So that's a Paul, yeah. Highly educated, so I'm a Paul. Yeah. Sorry, I have it backwards. <laughs> Highly educated. But the other way, people who are super religious, I just get into arguments with them. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. And um, so uh, it was hard for me to get Christian friends and thus I joined 180 and I made a lot of good, some of them were in my wedding, a lot of good like male Christian friends. And that's why I was at that church. And I wanted to bring the story up because actually Sam had mentioned that she was in a state where she wasn't looking for someone particularly. I was looking for a wife, but Um, I was just praying about it. I wasn't active. And uh, I remember I just every day in a prayer, I'd say, I also pray for a wife. And it wasn't, it was a while until, um, you know, I found Sam. And uh, I spent a fair amount of time at that church uh not really looking or anything like that
1: well why uh, let me uh, let me ask you a question why why pray for a wife
2: uh there's a passage in the new testament and it talks about like a man who asks for bread at his friend's house and he asks like late at night and his friend says no go away and he keeps asking and the friend eventually gives in um i hope i'm right but i take that as like You know, if you keep asking for God, if you almost annoy him, he'll listen like he will. And uh, I wanted a wife, but I was, uh, well, to be frank, I was terrified of divorce, Mm. terrified of kids, terrified of the stuff that comes with it. Mm. So I knew that, like, well, I knew it couldn't have been my decision. Like it had to come from God or it it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Yeah so well, yeah
1: i think that that's you know you know it's it's i think that when you ask um when you ask god for things you know and you bring it to him in prayer and petition you know jesus also says don't 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 go like don't go praying out openly so that you know like looking for attention you know or and when we look at what solomon says don't rush into the presence of god with words like a fool does. Um, you know, but I also think that, like, you know, God also, like, Jesus also says, like, you know, you don't have to ask God constantly because God knows your desires, the desires yeah. of your heart. But I think too that when you ask God and you pray and you're like, All right, God, I'm praying for my wife, I'm praying for my wife, I'm praying for that person. Okay. I think it's a good indicator of showing, like, your heart. Like, and then you, God can see your heart and see, okay, this, this individual is not just wanting this in a moment of a time you know because it may look good it may sound good it's like it's almost like children oh shiny thing i want the shiny thing right now but like they forget about it later and then they don't want that anymore you know um i had a friend of mine who told me like if if you if you like want to buy something on amazon leave it in your leave it in your cart for a couple days and if it's still (laughs) if it's if it's still something you want to buy then you'll go back and get it if not you'll forget about it it's just in your cart and then you probably never needed it anyways, right? And so when we constantly are, like, asking God, and I think that's, that's I stopped you there because I think that's key for, like, if there's anybody uh, that's listening right now that's single and it's like, oh, man, I, where's a where's person that I want in my life? Like, well, are you asking God? Yeah. Are you praying for it?
0: Not only that, but when you pray to God, you know, you, you're specific. Like, I love what you, what Mita shared about, these are, she had already been thinking about what she wanted in a husband. And that helps you, to identify when that person comes into your life because a lot of people are like, well, I just want a wife. I just want a husband. Okay. Well, what do you want in a wife or a husband? And God wants to know that. And I think that if you really sit and think and meditate and, and take it to God, then when that, that makes it that much easier when that person comes along for you to feel that confirmation from the Lord, like, okay, this is the person it's not just like oh well let me date this person and see no because typically it's like
1: (laughs) i want six pack i want um muscles (laughs) i want tall i want this and all those things and like that usually is where it starts and then it's like well what what about all the other things right right? what about the things that last the things that that have a long standing you know no
3: and can i just say this is funny because yeah five years is a long time (laughs) um but within those five years i can say i It and like actually, John Marco said, it had to come from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for example, um, I would just jot down things. Um, So, one item was like educated, another Mm -hmm. item was uh, financially stable, so things like that. Right. So, on that list, you might be scared, but hey, the Lord (laughs) answered. I had 38 items on that list. Wow, long list. 38 (laughs) items. Funny, I asked on Michael, like, what do you, when we were dating, what do you want? And he, like, listed five <laughs> That's Bye. a typical guy, baby. <laughs> That's <thing. laughs> your heart. Um, but unbeknownst to him, in our uh, courtship, like, uh, and this is where I guess um, confirmation why things happened the way they did, because, like you say, um, I was, uh, I already knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So when those other, I'll uh, call them counterfeits, came along, it was like, right. well, you have, Oh well, Adam! First of all, no one even made it past like five. <laughs> I was bless like, your heart. I love you with the love of the Lord, but like,
0: <laughs> but know, continue on. Yeah, continue
3: <laughs> on. So with John Marco, he was like the only one who had all those items, but then more. And I was like, oh snap, Lord. Um, so I guess to answer Pastor Danny's original question, like, um, was it love at first sight? I don't think for, well, John Marco can speak on this. Um, I know the answer, though. It wasn't love at first sight for both of us. Yeah. It was, um, again, from my aspect, it was just like, wow, he's serving in the mm-hmm. Lord's house, and he's handsome, but mm-hmm. I'm here to do the Lord's work, and that's kind of how I left it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't love at first sight, no. um, that, you know, at at that moment when we first met, but um, as the month of February came, like continued, we would go out with the church family, like to have okay. lunches. Yeah,
2: lunch. So and
3: I think that's actually the best way to like oh, yeah. learn. Right, so yes. and, like just observe. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember he was actually um, sitting one away from me. So oh, as, we
2: were at the deli yeah,
3: the deli. where there's
2: a deli in Chicago that, oh, man, do you guys, maybe you know what I'm talking of, but it's like this deli that's very old school. It's the only one in Chicago. I don't remember what it's called, babe. We'll have to look it up later. Yeah,
3: I'm not sure what it's called, but it was, that was our first interaction outside of the church. And I was just able to kind of like listen and see like how right. he acts outside of the church because a lot of people
0: and that's so them. good right there too. I
1: feel like I feel like Nita had the list out and we're like <laughs> right? check that one, check that one. Totally I did not need
3: the list out because I knew what.
1: Yes, I was you
0: knew.
3: So it was already in my heart and mind. So I'm like just listening. So internally,
1: like, you're checking these boxes. Yeah. That's out. Like, but that's that's crazy like in the sense that like john mark was like all right i only have five things on my list so like he you just had to hit five things on his list and he had to hit 38 on your list no but let me tell
3: you he did it with flying colors because again 38 and then some and he didn't know about the list he didn't know about the list no. nobody knew about the list uh, really until you listen to this podcast yeah. um, or i shared it like in just um, mm-hmm. uh, conversations with you know some friends um, and i
0: think right there that's very important i, I would say I've, I've met a lot of couples who will share with their other indiv- the their other person um oh I'm, I'm i'm waiting on this confirmation from the lord and and i right na- right there i believe that you're setting up that person to be heartbroken because yeah. if they don't happen to me what you think you know what are your standards i mean that that's just a to me it's a recipe for for a very painful breakup and i think that if you know my advice to someone who is single and is praying to god for my you know your future wife or future husband if you have that list if you have that desire. I absolutely encourage you to do so, but keep it between you and God and pray about it until you know and I would say I don't move forward with a person until mm-hmm. you see that there is serious potential within that list, you know? Because when we met, you know, I had just gotten out of a bad relationship that I knew it was not the Lord. But once I met him and I remember being friends. And have, just being friends, I had my, my own list that I was like, oh, that's what I want in my future husband. You know, when we would have conversations as friends, then I knew, OK, it is almost like it's safe to move forward. Mm-hmm. To prevent because nobody wants to walk into heartbreak yeah. so you know you got to look out for and I think you know
1: a lot of people use that today and and, and it, it kind of touches a nerve with me in the sense that like that's almost a cop-out
0: right you know right. that's like oh, as oh an excuse to
1: I'm a, cover like themselves. you're gonna use God as an excuse to say oh well I, I need confirmation from God before we can move forward like God is in the heavens like what are you what are you talking about what are you doing yeah. because I think if you're if you don't sow those seeds early right if you're not like you guys are doing if you're not praying for your future spouse if you're not doing those things early and you're not sowing that seed and then having that like that that relationship already with God If God were to speak, would you even hear it? Would you even know that he's speaking, right? So it's like, if you don't have that, like, it's just not, I don't know, we're going to come. Like, God's going to say, yep, that's the one. Ding, 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 ding. Like, like. he's going (laughs) to shine this
0: light, this heavenly light (laughs) upon the person And be like, yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah.
2: To speak on that, um, something me and Sam had talked about is um, she felt like I was supposed to find her.
1: Um,
2: And... To be frank, I knew to an extent who my wife was going to be. I I didn't really have a list. I was given a description Mm. and because I asked for it, I had no idea what I wanted because um, for me, the case was different. I was overrun with fear from divorce and like bad marriages of like arguments, um, Mm. abuse to kids, things like that. I'm not saying that happened to me, but I just was terrified of it. Yeah. A uh, financial ruin, things mm-hmm. like that. And um, that's why I asked for a description, which I kind of got. And um, yeah, Sam fit it perfectly. And I knew. I I don't know how else to explain it other than you I just know. knew. I knew.
1: Yeah. Right. You I feel knew. that peace. Yeah. That,
0: that- internal peace and
1: maybe this, this this is for like another day or another podcast but like you know even with that that doesn't mean like it's gonna come easy you know no and, and you guys and you yeah. guys are still like in your newlywed um kind of stage but like that doesn't mean it comes easy i mean it's you need commitment and you know that's like i said that's a discussion for another day but so okay we let's let's get these these kind of let's get it back <laughs> on track here so you guys start building a relationship, right? You guys are working into the church together, and you guys start building a relationship. At what point do you guys, like... February 2020, you guys meet. So, at what point do you guys go ahead and, and, and make it official it's and like become boyfriend and girlfriend? You, this,
2: you this were forward. calling me. We, yes. Yeah, you um, were. <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll get backstory on that. So, we made it official May 8th. Okay. So, we met in February 2020, um, hung out... Um, Actually, I think it was just that one time, no, 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 I don't know, maybe one time, that one time at the deli with our church family, mm-hmm. but then um, March, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So everything yeah. was shut down. That was People weird. People were locked in yeah. their homes. So, a lot of fear. Um, with me being a staff member, part of my uh, job in that month, was to keep our church body feeling connected. So um, each of the staff received a list of members to contact weekly, et cetera. Unbeknownst to me, John Markle would be on my list. Again, I didn't think anything of it. (laughs) Sincerely, I promise.
4: Cupid.
1: (laughs) Pastor Cupid, Cupid. Cupid. set it up. Pastor Cupid.
3: Who cares the list? but um, i didn't think anything of it but i did my job as a staff member so
1: so the pastor gave you the list so and, the, I, and there was only one name on there tell more Mar- no, <laughs> that, that, that that, that that i need you to call this guy ten
3: names on it but sincerely he was like at the top of the list i was like okay sure because um at the deli um we did exchange numbers But again, it was just for ministry purposes. Um, So fast forward to March, COVID hit, and um, me as a staff member had to connect with him, see how he was doing. So that's what I did. I tried to call him first, um, but then he didn't answer my phone call, (laughs) Um, but that's okay. Um, So he didn't answer, so then he just shot me a text, like, is everything okay? You know, I think he said you were busy or something. Um, And I just responded, like, oh, yeah, you know, just checking to see how you're doing during COVID, etc. And that was actually the start of, like, our communication um, outside of the church. Because, again, everything shut down, so we couldn't go see each other Mm -hmm. in church. Um, But, yeah, that was the start of our communication. So from March um, to April, we were building, building that friendship. I think we actually started
2: um, end of, mid to end of April. I think we first went to was it Nando's or was it wasn't there a restaurant we La Notte. Uh, We went oh, to
4: Nando's.
1: Yeah, was, I was cuz like, I was going to ask like how I was going to ask like how do you guys date yeah. during the midst well, of no, covid? This is, no, this this is a funny, no, this <laughs> is <a> funny <laughs> thing. This is a funny <laughs> thing.
3: So, first, so we were from March to April we were texting and calling just as friends. Um, even FaceTime we did some FaceTime yeah um, i
2: used to look forward to her calls cuz like i could talk to her about stuff yeah and,
3: we would talk for like whoa, hours and
2: and and um i can be rough around the edges and my memory is poor so i always mm-hmm. exaggerate or under exaggerate
1: <laughs> yeah. that's me that's that's me all the time okay, yeah. I, I i recount things and my wife's like that's not how it that happened and I'm like, that's like, how uh, i remember it <laughs>
2: goliath threw a stone in david's head right yeah. <laughs>
3: march we started talking like um we just started talking but then there was this one time uh it was going to be three of us our friend david john marco and myself because again everything was shut down minus grocery stores Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like um we didn't want to be lawbreakers but we still wanted a fellowship with one another so we're all like Let's go do groceries at Target. So the mm-hmm. idea was we would all meet in Target and you know meet up. Um, so but, that
1: was that was like the just uh, to getting to know each other's place. Yes, okay. Yeah.
3: So that would have been just again friends coming together to hang out. But that was in April, mid April. Um, but then I got caught up. Um, doing uh, a work thing with uh, Pastor Carl. Thanks, Pastor Carl. No, it worked out. It worked out, truly. Um, But yeah, I got caught up doing actually an interview with him. Um, So I never made it to the Target Fellowship. So it was just him and David. Mm -hmm. But um, after the work commitment, I texted uh, John Marco. I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I couldn't make it. But, you know, I'll still be up to, you know, do another fellowship and he's like, what about tomorrow? <laughs> nice. and I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Long story short, we found out that he lived um, six minutes oh. away from at that point my nanny job. That was crazy. Which was right oh, okay. here um, in River Forest. He lived in Oak Park. So he says he knew the date from the get-go. I did not know it was a date.
0: I thought it was just <laughs> one. You know,
3: out. hanging out. He did pay for it. So So we did, um, like three of those in April. Yeah.
2: Oh, but you got to tell him. So what we would do is we would take our cars and drive them up to the restaurant, park in the parking lot next to each other, go grab takeout and eat in our cars next to each other with the windows down. So you got
0: to, we had to get, it was the year of getting creative.
2: Yeah. 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 And it was summer. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, well it, was April, it was April, so it was warm enough. Yeah. It yeah. was coming into um, yeah.
3: s- uh, spring or summer. But yeah, I was just going to say, again, everything was closed. So you
2: can right.
3: do groceries or get
2: food. Do so you that, remember the first time we went? We went to, unfortunately, this restaurant closed due to COVID. La Notte, they yeah. closed, yeah. Um, we got really good Italian food there. And we, right after work, we went there. That's the thing, I have to work till 5, uh, you know, no if, ands, or buts. But after that, we went to go eat there, and by the time we were done with our date, I don't even think we ever finished. But we looked around; it was night. We're just like, how long have we oh, been there? It was like nine o'clock. We it, was like, nine. it was nine. Wow. Four out. We just talked for four hours. Wow. Outside. Outside in our in cars. The lot in our, separate cars. In
3: separate cars. He had, um, so we would park next to each other. Our, uh, my passenger window would be down. His driver's. it would be down because again COVID was happening so you had to stay six feet away from one another so I would have my dinner in my car he would have his dinner in his car
0: see where there's a will there's a way way. like when you want to do something you find a way that's how we
3: did so for the next three I thought they were fellowships but he said they were (laughs) were
0: dates dates.
3: (laughs) Uh, looking back on it I was like okay that's a way (laughs) smooth
4: very Uh, very (laughs) smooth
3: Yeah, that's how they were. Each of those dates were in opposite cars, um, windows down, and then my sister would be like, What do you guys do <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, nothing on my Was that Mandy?
2: Hey, that was, yeah,
3: that was Mandy. I'm like, Hey, we're not breaking any laws. You
2: guys.
3: We're just getting food because, again, you
2: could. Right.
1: You, yeah. you just still do that, yeah. Or get food. Yeah, I mean, because I, I asked because, like, in florida like you guys probably know in the media like Florida's a little bit rebels like we like we do what we want you know like whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so florida like things were a lot a lot loosened like as far as like there's certain restrictions like only at a certain point for maybe like a couple of months like there was no you couldn't go eat dine in a restaurant but then very quickly we went into like 25 yeah. percent capacity you know, and then 50 and then you know to the point where we were opened up really quickly but so that's why I ask is like, you know, you guys met each other during COVID. Essentially, you guys dated during COVID. And so May is when you guys get uh, you make it official, right?
2: That was a funny story. Uh, Sam has a younger sister. Was it Juju. it was Juju? OK, so Juju called me from Sam's phone and I was like, hi, who who is this? She's like she told me her name. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm Sam's sister. Do you wanna come for a birthday drive by where we get in cars, surprise Sam, and uh, we just say like happy birthday and hold like, and we deck our cars out with like happy birthday signs.
4: Because my yeah, birthday
2: yeah was I'm sorry. Wow. Later. Yeah, her Maybe. birthday was happening. So that's why we we're yeah. doing that. Yeah. So I immediately just said yes. Like, yeah, it sounds fun. I didn't think at the time that I'm gonna be meeting her whole family. So, yeah, that's how I met her whole family, was Sam wasn't even there. So talk about awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but they were very, like, arms open. Everyone was super nice to me. Yeah, they're so very, very welcoming. Very welcoming. I, I feel like there were even some hugs. So yeah. really, really nice. They gave me decorations. Yeah. And um, I was the last in the line. But, um, yeah, I drove by. And I don't know. I guess you'll have to take the story from here because... Uh, Did you notice
1: it was him when he drove by in the car?
3: Uh, funny you mentioned that. Cause <laughs> no, I didn't. And at first, and my sister Mandy, there's seven of us, so there's a lot of siblings. <laughs> but at first, when all the cars are going by, um, I'm looking at John Markle's car. He has tinted windows. So I see a figure, and I'm like, who is this person? Because I want to acknowledge, you know, show them some love. I'm like, who is this person? And then he lowers the window.
1: And I see that it was
3: him, and I'm like, oh, snap, that's John Marco. So that was really, like, exciting that you were there. And I guess, um, again, because it was COVID, nobody was um, doing any birthday celebration Mm -hmm. um, in Chicago, at least. So that's the reason for the the mm-hmm. parade the car parade
0: yeah but and that I, became a thing really it was
1: yeah. Oh, yeah it,
3: it was everywhere super. for baby it's, it's showers actually, for birthdays yeah. it was super fun and no i loved it it was, it was like, great because people bring you gifts it it they don't so they happy. never they never have
1: to come in your house <laughs> <laughs> they don't dirty yeah. up your house you don't got to cook for eat. them nothing <laughs> oh, yeah it's yeah. great you don't know how to kick them out because they're already yeah. in their car. Just keep on driving by.
2: Just, <laughs> just keep, keep going. going. Just keep, keep going. rolling. No, don't Drop, park.
1: Don't park. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your gift and keep rolling. I'll call the CDC literally, on you Try to get my house. <laughs> literally. No, but
3: thankfully, he actually um, stood. Uh, he didn't keep going. So I was like, pay for <laughs> um, <laughs> He actually stood to hang out. Some people did get out of their car to, you know, socially distance, like celebrate. Um, but then even when like the crowd left he stood and again we were like on the front lawn of my Mandy's house Mm -hmm. my sister um just chatting and then i remember oh this is a good one um i remember um because at this point again we've been talking march april now we're like in the second week of May I'm like okay what's happening here so, and actually let me just say normally I wouldn't be so frank or direct um but I truly believe like the Lord guided my words throughout the whole process so for example while we were chatting I just remember it just coming out of my mouth and I said if I went to your family's house um how would you introduce me
2: you know? I forgot what I said.
3: I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he's a doaster, too. And I only asked him that question because I had to introduce him to my family mm, at the right. you new know, uh, celebration. And I just kept saying, oh, my friend John Marco, my friend John Marco. Um, so when I asked him that question, he's like, the one.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm like, nice. Like, Whoa. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I just good answer. Yep. Good answer I maybe,
2: never had a problem with uh, like being put on the spot. Yeah. So when, yeah, because that's a very direct question.
3: That's a direct question.
2: <laughs> just and, give a direct answer. Exactly
3: a direct answer, but unbeknownst to him and anyone else who no one heard it, but in my heart of hearts, I have been praying like right to the Lord um like lord let uh the one you have for me know that i'm the one for him mm. so when he right. said that first thing i was like oh snap so that was like my first like the confirmation sad. like check the yeah first yeah i was like oh snap um but again i didn't rush to tell him because like he said right. Jim, that's like Not anyone's business other than mine and the Lord. So the
1: moment he said the one the heavens opened, a dove came down. (laughs) Yeah,
3: when that happened basically, I just um, had to start like paying attention. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was pretty So then
1: so then what happened next? How do we end up the night with you guys being together? Um so I asked her out that day on uh Like right right after the whole one thing?
2: Um, there was some, once again, conversation dragged on for a while. Yeah. So So yeah. um, we, I mean, it was COVID, so we weren't allowed to go into her sister's house. I wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. And uh, so good. we we sat. That's <laughs> fine, babe. That's No, it was it was a crazy time. It was it's like, fine. what was it, like April? No, it was sister. May. But people were still going crazy yeah, yeah. at that time. Yeah. And uh, we sat on the front yard of uh, her sister, Mandy, and... Um, her brother-in-law's Jose's house. Yeah. And um, we talked, and, you know, we had talked about, like, where we were and, like, where Sam wanted to be and where I wanted to be. And um, I came to the realization after the – I think in the conversation it had kind of come up that Sam wanted to start – did you say that you wanted to start dating? I can't remember. I want to be accurate for this. Mm -hmm.
3: I can't really I, remember I, like the details again. I'll I, was I remember.
2: I, was like, I remember now. I remember. I typically, I was saying to Sam, I typically don't ask a girl out and be like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" I just start calling her my girlfriend, and Sam didn't like that. Oh, 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 <laughs> actually, she didn't like that yeah, one bit. So like, I tried to you change to my me. tactics. <laughs> so like, like, you
1: Make this like, official, and she
2: wanted <laughs> to be wooed, yeah. <laughs> so I asked her out that day because there was no question, like, I wanted to be leaving there saying that she's my girlfriend. Um, now at this point, though, we're, we're still like for me, we're still not at that point where it was like I'm going to marry her, we still weren't there yet,
1: yeah, yeah, wow. But
0: that's so good of that you the fact that you guys were talking about where you wanted to be so that right there allows you to say okay is this matching up like are we going to go in the right in the same direction together yeah,
3: and basically the gist of that conversation was like we don't want to date just to
2: date right uh, i remember that i remember that now man yeah. i forgot about that yeah yeah so. that's one thing we had said that's see wait, wait um, so
1: like break that down because that's that's good for people that are listening right now who are you know, getting into like maybe possibly looking to date or going to be dating somebody. So what does that mean? We don't want to date just a date.
2: Go ahead, babe. Yeah. We, um, we're going to say the same thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, OK, so I was going to say for me, uh, it's basically like not wasting time
1: mm-hmm. again.
3: I already had um, what well, that time I had going to be 30 years oh. old, dedicated the five years of singleness to the Lord. And I knew what I wanted. So it's like I don't have time to waste. Right. And I don't wanna waste time. Our so time
2: is valuable yeah. and we meant it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. so like the end goal essentially the end goal is marriage. Like right. the end yeah, goal exactly. is us it, together growing old. Like that's yes. right, exactly. that's what the end goal is. So we're exactly. not we're not yeah. just looking for like a like little fling, Yeah. Right. So yeah. for
3: example, if we were gonna make it official then it was again, not just to date but to work towards that end goal of like marriage and mm-hmm. commitment of that nature that's awesome That's excellent.
1: yeah because i think a lot of times these days like people just date just like you said just they just date to oh, date. Yeah. like it's it's more so entertainment than it is oh, yeah, anything yeah. else
0: or no. then one person has that angle and then the other one doesn't. And that's the worst oh, yeah no like,
2: totally you only got so much mm. time yep. i don't know how, right. what else to say like if you want to do stuff that you don't mean you know, that's on you. Yeah. yeah. Or we meant it. Yeah, And
0: I love the fact that you said, like, you, you value your, not only yourself, but your time mm-hmm. and your goals. And you're saying, okay. And
1: you know what you want. You
0: know what you want. Like, you're saying basically, like, if we're going to do this together, like, we're going to do it right. We're going to go forward. And we're going to go full, you know, I don't have right. time to waste. I love that. I think that's part of loving yourself and valuing who you are and what your plans are and respecting yourself. And that.
1: And babe, they, awesome. they didn't waste their time because May, right. their, their boy, they make it official, the boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Yeah. And then, when is the wedding?
2: October.
3: Uh, October 23rd of that year. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so when do you propose?
2: Um, So, I proposed like two months before that. September. She yeah, oh, has the all first. the dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, September. September so. 2nd or was, 4th? Oh,
3: you know i had my you know what? first uh, weekend yeah. of september so like the sixth so we'll just
1: stick to like months okay. so may 2020 yeah. boyfriend and girl well let's go back february 2020 meet may 2020 boyfriend and girlfriend yep. then september 2020 a couple months down the line
0: Engage.
1: engagement right mm-hmm. and then when do you get married october october <laughs> All in the middle of a pandemic. All in the middle of a
2: pandemic. I forget sometimes that we were in a pandemic, except for the mass. But other than that, it's, I mean, and you know, um, it's a very serious thing, the pandemic. But if we're going to talk about our relationship and the. The scope and the boundary within that, I forget about it. Sometimes. Well, like
1: let's let's be honest. I mean, and, and you guys, you know, another thing we've we, I don't even we we've, we've talked on, touched on this. You guys are also expecting, right? So oh yeah, we got a little bean on the way. Yeah, and so bee. what uh, what I'm what I'm going to with that is like when you guys begin to tell your child in the future about how you guys met, like you're not even going to mention the pandemic because it's going to be like this was like the happiest time of yeah. your lives. Was you guys coming together and, and, and finding each other? So now you guys get married, um, and so you guys—I mean, you guys haven't even hit one year yet. You know, of you guys are still newlyweds, and now you guys are expecting. When did you guys find out you were expecting?
3: December sixteenth. Yep. December sixteenth. So. So
1: 2020 was crazy. I mean, yeah. who would have thought that at the start, 2019, when you were in that place of like, God, what, have like, who would have thought that you oh, would yeah. end the year 2020? married and expecting, and
0: expecting yeah. wow yeah. that's that's insane crazy. yeah
2: you know what i that's and, just and, the and then, works. Yeah? but
1: then even go looking like on the flip side for you um john marco you're you're starting off the year 2020 talking to pastor cupid pastor Dr- yeah, R- Carl, Carl, <laughs> cupid. and you're just uh, i'm just here from so i'm just I looking for a male no, companion I was 19 okay
2: yeah it was a while ago oh, yeah well. it was a year before sam got there
1: but all the while you're like i'm just looking for male companionship like i'm not looking for anything yes, and like I, so like if you would have told that younger version of yourself you know <laughs> a, a, a year ago or so that like hey at the end of 2020 you're going to be married you're going to be expecting a child like what would you have said
2: um i probably would have said to myself Am I happy (laughs) too? And uh, once again, that goes back to the fear is I didn't think I would uh, settle down with a good Christian girl. Like, I've heard horror stories of men, Christian men, they find a Christian woman, they settle down. She's not Christian at all. Yeah. Um, I've heard the other end where men consider themselves Christian, settle down with a Christian girl and they like you know that well i hear it from the male's perspective but she's crazy she's always going to church and this and that yeah. and i was like wow I, I i like not only do i need to find someone who's at my level but also someone who as we've been saying kind of fits my list i didn't per se have a list but yeah. i guess essentially i did yeah so it's a lot
1: yeah and then for you meet like you're looking at the end of your 2020 and all these things you know so like we go back to the premise of like when we started everything, it's like 2020 for a lot of people look at it as a horrible year, but for you guys, obviously God's hand moved and there's a lot of blessing in that. And so when you look like at the end of your 2020 and you're like, wow, I'm married to the guy that hit all 38 and more of <laughs> on my list, I'm um, expecting a child with him. You know, you guys have a, a beautiful place that you guys are living together now. Like, what are your thoughts at the end of December, looking back at the year 2020?
3: Well, I guess if I can, I guess answer it um, in the same way like John Michael did like, would I have known I would have been pregnant, married, etc.? By no means would I have thought like everything that happened would have happened. However, I say that in the same breath I say this um, I knew one that the Lord is good and that He's faithful so because i had that word from 2018 about uh 2020 being like a year of fruitfulness for me while i didn't know how that was going to look i knew that the lord would be good to bring it to pass however it looked um so yeah looking back i don't think i would have thought like i would have gotten married had a child engaged met someone in less than a year Um, but I'm super glad that the Lord brought it to pass the way He did. Yeah.
1: So, Mita, what exactly what is it that you do in, in, in the church that you serve in? Mm-hmm.
3: So, I'm the children's director at 180. So, I oversee basically all that we do with the children from 0 to 12. And in Jesus' name, it'll go up to 18 soon.
2: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: That's awesome. 0 to 12. And, John Marco, what, do you do anything at the church?
2: Um, at this time, no, actually, I haven't for since COVID started. So I used to go and just volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a building. So mm-hmm. there's really nowhere for me to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll very rarely I'll help Sam like once every six months or so with something. Um, but uh, they're just I guess um, hasn't been much opportunity this year
3: just because everything's online oh i'm gonna boast because the bible says to let others boast um and i think john marco's super hard on himself um i think it's more than like once every six months because even just like allowing you to bounce ideas like
2: actually right? i talked to her, he her about that so
3: time. many yeah. ideas <laughs> it just lets uh well, he gives me me Wait,
2: then, I, I think there's... Oh, sorry to interrupt. No. Mm-hmm.
3: So all that to say, um, while well, the serving opportunities look different because right, of yeah. where we, mm-hmm. we have no church home, everything's online, uh, etc. cetera, um, just, I guess, the uniqueness of how he personally serves in the church looks different from how right. I met him yeah, serving yeah. because, again... He was doing the tech stuff at the church—the lighting, the sound, mm-hmm. etc.—but now it's just again more so.
1: But now, like, he's more like so. I, I, believe, like, um, that when God calls, you know, uh, so, like when God calls a some an individual in the marriage to ministry, He calls the entire marriage to ministry, oh, and yeah. essentially, yeah. kids. When the kids get there and things like that, the entire family's mm-hmm. called to ministry, and and like our girls work with, work through that with us um and and so you know for you then like if you're called to ministry like now he's he's in the oh, midst of that yeah, with you no, and now yeah. and that's where the bouncing off of the ideas and, and helping out comes in and so um i i i, I asked you all these things so that people have an understanding um where you come from as far as your background and things like that, that you are know, you're not just somebody in a family that we just meant to like hey let's let's hear your story yeah. But um, what I wanted to, I wanted to start to kind of like wrap this up, but I wanted to ask you like one thing that I've seen throughout the entire conversation from, you know, your thoughts of 2018, 2019 and where God has been taking. You. And even before that is it, it, it seems like there's this overwhelming theme of faith. Right. And just can you just wrap it up a little bit and just kind of like the person that's listening right now, just tell them a little bit about how your faith has got you to kind of where you're at right now as far as where you are in ministry, where you are in your walk of God and, and where you are now, where your husband and, and this family that God has given you, just talk a little bit about how important faith is to where you are now. And, and even where he's going to take you beyond this.
3: Yeah, I think, um, at least, the what well, just came to my mind. It's, uh, the verse faith without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as Christians, at least for me, um, being in a relationship with the Lord. Actually, even if you're not a Christian, the most important thing anyone can do is have a relationship with the Lord. And in that, um, once you do start a relationship with the Lord, you wanna serve, you know, the person you're in a relationship with. You wanna please them. So yeah, that verse comes to mind. Um, But all that to say, yeah, without, faith, I don't think I would be standing here because I've lived without faith, and when I did live without faith, well, my life was a mess, even more than what it was um, back in 2019 when I surrendered all those things. So, all that to say, and John Mark, when I talk about this all the time, and it's even like a daily reminder sometimes when it comes to like finances or what have you because um, even what's new in this season, which was a huge step of faith, was um, when we met, I was working two jobs. He was working his job, um, but once we uh, found out we were pregnant, um, by faith we just took a step to release my second job. So that meant I was just gonna be looking for the church So, um, one, that's how he's allowed me to do the Lord's work, you know, Mm -hmm. um, by supporting the family in that way and allowing me to release that second job. But I say that because it was by faith um, that we were able to do that. So all that to say, um, going forward, it's just going to be the same way, like trusting the Lord, whether it's Mm -hmm. work, finances, we ha- I have to, or I'll say we because now we're a couple, we're married.
2: We uh, are one. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So it all boils down to faith and faith in God. And what the Bible says too, like, um, with God, all things are possible. So it's just like the standard that we've, it was the standard in my life as a single person. Um, a standard in John Markle's life as a single person to have Now, as we are building our home, that's just a standard that we've made it in our home. Like, the Lord has to be number one.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, because without him being number one, then we can't do, can't do life. Does that I, your question?
0: I love that. that I love that. That being the, the mentality should be the norm. It should be the standard. It should be the way that a Christian couple lives out their family life like we can do anything with God. That's it. As long as he's the center, nothing is impossible.
1: You know, and that's awesome. That you know, <clears throat> this whole faith thing just came to me as we're talking. That was like the overwhelming theme that I got as I'm listening to both of you guys speak and just share your story with everyone. and just how faith, right? And so then I look to my right. We're we're in your guys' dining room in your home. And as I look to my right above their kitchen, would you read that right quick, babe? Wow. What it says?
3: Oh, I
0: love that. <laughs> yes. It says faith in big letters. It says it does not make things easy. It makes them possible. And that's. Off of Luke one thirty seven. That is the perfect way to end right there. That yeah, is so absolutely.
1: True. So yeah, I think that might even be the title of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know that that is awesome. That's confirmation. And you know we just we just want to thank you guys so much for opening up your home yes. to us and, um, and allowing us and to for have this sharing conversation, your story. <laughs> sharing your story with everyone. Uh, uh, we believe that this is going to bless people uh, that are, are are either in the situation you guys were before you guys found each other. Or, um, or, you know, still looking for what God wants for them in their lives. And I think this is really going to be an eye-opener for them and really show them, you know, hey, this is an example of, of how it can happen, how God can use two individuals and bring them together. And so we just want to thank you guys for that time yeah. and your hospitality. Absolutely. It's been a great time. Yeah, oh. right.
2: We're glad to have you over and anytime. Yeah. Uh,
1: absolutely. Any, any last words you want to say before we, before we get out of here?
0: Um, I honestly I I just want to encourage the person listening to this that you know to kind of reemphasize again nothing is impossible for God so if you're still way at the beginning if you're still if you're single right now and you feel like there's no hope or you're discouraged because you're thinking um, you know those things are not real you know it might sound like a fairy tale It, it might sound like something that oh, people just make it seem like it's perfect with God there is truth and there is healing, and so what we have found—I know what what we, um, Pastor Danny, and I have found—and and what we've seen in this couple—is truth. Is the reality that with God, all things are possible. The the dreams that you have for a family and a life in Him are possible.
1: Yep. So if you get anything out of this, um, ladies, make a list. Um, gentlemen, <laughs> um, have some type of description of what you want, and. Hey. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> List. Yes. A list. yes a prayerful list yes
0: absolutely let me let me help you out
1: if your list starts with abs and facial things and just attraction things like then you're doing it wrong those things are important but you know they shouldn't be the most important things. well um, hopefully you've enjoyed this time and, and just listening to this awesome story. We're going to have even more, um, stories from, um, from, from Chicago as we have our trip here. So God bless you. Um, until next time, remember that God is love and love is always faithful.